Hi everybody and good morning. Happy Boxing Day to all of you. Thanks for joining us here at the Bridge Church for our Boxing Day service. We're just dropping this short announcement in before the message and some other things that are uh, coming up after this, just to say that we had some uh, worship led by um, some of the young people at the YWAM Centre in Seamill, but due to technical restrictions um, with YouTube, we've had to unfortunately take them out. So although I might refer to them, we can't do that this morning. But if you would like to hear that worship and it's tremendous, then you can get in touch with me and I can send you uh, that in some other way. So be blessed today and enjoy this message and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Well, hello again and uh, thank you for joining us from wherever you are, wherever you're listening into. Thanks for being with us at the Bridge Church for our Boxing Day service and we just want to say thank you to Simone and Elizabeth for leading uh, praise and worship this morning. Uh, that was anointed. We were blessed by it. So I hope you enjoyed it too. Um, but here we are. It's Boxing Day 2021. And uh, we're just getting ready to go into a new year. So um, we're thankful today, at least in Scotland, that we've been able to be with our loved ones. Um, but our hearts go out to and we're thinking of those of you that have lost dear ones recently. I know that's touched our church family and some people connected to people we know. And uh, so our hearts and our prayers are with you and at this time. So, uh, but praise God, um, we hope you've been blessed. Christmas is certainly a time of surplus and more than enough, isn't it? If there's one thing that this time of year tends to produce, it's definitely surplus. And uh, we consider ourselves blessed to have more than enough. Um, we, you don't have to look very far around you these days to see that there's, there's much lack out there in the world. And we are totally blessed to have more than enough. But today, can we think about how we might let the overflow of our blessing, of the surplus that we have, how, how that overflow could run into someone else's lives and be a source of blessing and surplus for them. And that's kind of like where Boxing Day came from. And I'm not a great historian, but I do believe that um, in the past there would be alms, alms boxes, um, especially in churches and places like that where people would put money. And then at this time of the year, um, after celebrations, people would take that and distribute it to the poor Another, another uh, take on that is that, um, you know, the rich who did have surplus would um, box up food and who knows what else. And on Boxing Day, that would be distributed to those that didn't have enough. So um, I, I, believe it's a, uh, I believe it's a good tradition as long as we remember that that's what it's all about is to let your overflow of blessing and supply and let it touch someone else's life. So praise God for that. Um, if you think about it in a, in a Christian sense, there's much more that we have surplus of. Um, we have, you know, that we can give of, and that would be by sowing some faith, hope, 
love, peace, um, encouragement, optimism, and sowing that, you know. And so if you have a surplus of that in your life, then uh, that's something that we can also sow into other people's lives. And people desperately need it at this time. And so uh, with that said, that kind of leads me into this short message today. And there was really only one aim for this message today. And it's to encourage you as we head into a, a new year to remember that there's hope for the future. Amen. There is hope for the future. And that hope has to be shared. And that God goes with you as you share that hope. And so I believe that as we reflect on this year past, we're thinking about stepping into 2022, that we can begin to think about um, sharing hope in a way unlike we've perhaps never done it before and remembering that God goes with us and let that give you the confidence and the boldness to share hope in a much more powerful and a real way. And so I'd like us all to be thinking over the next few days about raising our expectations for the things that we are hoping for. As a church, we are hoping for growth and increase and to see people come to know Jesus. And um, apart from that, we, we know that thank, thankfully that God supplies all of our needs. But we always have hope for something. And uh, it's good to have hope. Um, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12, that hope deferred makes the heart sick. And it means that when our hopes are delayed, in other words, you know, I hoped this would happen, but it just didn't. It's just not working out. When our hopes are deferred, it can cause us to be downcast and downhearted. But it goes on to say that when desire is fulfilled, it's a tree of life. And so we believe that um, God is, he's in, he's, he, he delights in seeing our desires fulfilled. And he wants us to experience the reward of raised expectations, amen. He wants us to experience the life that's produced by what hope harvests. And when you have hope for something, I believe that you can um, expect a harvest. We hope for something and we believe for that to come from the unseen realm into the seen realm. Uh, I think many of you know what I'm talking about. So to keep our hopes alive, there will always be a harvest at the end of it, providing our hopes um, line up with God's will and his word, then we will see those hopes come to pass, I believe. Um, we can also be a catalyst for hope in other people's lives, amen, and be a spark that ignites hope in people. And um, that's, you know, there's a great scripture for that that we can give to people in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 that says that nobody has ever imagined, imagined what God has prepared for those that love him. And so, you know, um, just to have that, what is an unknown, present that to someone and say, you have really no idea what God has prepared for you, but I want to let you know that he does have something prepared for you. I'm here to introduce you to him so you can know him, fall in love with him, 
and discover what he has for your future. I believe that's a great message of hope. So we've got to help people to believe. And boldly sharing hope can revive, uh, can revive faith in other people's lives. Boldly and confidently sharing a message of hope can trigger uh, faith in people's lives. They may have had faith and it may, have, it may be dead faith now, but sharing hope can revive that. And it can spark faith in people that have never known God, never known his ways, never really wanted to know about him, never been interested in church. It can definitely spark a, a new faith in them. And I was uh, laughing because uh, just a couple of uh, days ago, I think it was, we were watching that old, uh, that old, uh, I was going to say old codger, Victor Meldrew on One Foot in the Grave. And it was quite good. I don't remember the exact scene, but he was sitting in his front room. He was having a conversation with something. And uh, his wife said about him, you know, uh, yeah, you know, Victor, he, he, knows, he knows who God is, but he just hasn't been on speaking terms with him for a while. <laughs> So you have this out there, you know, there are people that know who God is. They may believe there's a God, but they just haven't been in speak, on speaking terms with him for quite a while. And um, as you've seen, we had a couple of young people lead us in worship before. And we've had some young people from the Youth with a Mission base uh, fellowshipping with us recently. And um, after this short message, you'll hear a few uh, short stories about their experience and their encounters whilst they've been here in Scotland. And so we're thankful for their contribution to this service today. Amen. Praise God. Um, you're going to hear from Michaela, from Tommy and from Bate. And so uh, you'll hear from them after. And But it was something uh, when we were down with them and we were recording things, it was something that one of them said that really got my attention and as we fix on moving into the new year um, and a new season, not only a new year, but a new season, have we ever considered moving into this new season, into this new time with a greater revelation of the authority and the favor that we have from God? And um, that's what today's message is about. You know, all of us can move into this new year with a revelation of the authority of the believer, amen? A, a fresh revelation of the authority of the believer, knowing the, that authority, carrying that authority, and using that authority, which is the most important thing. You can be given all the arsenal, the full arsenal of faith, but if you don't use it, if we don't use it, it is... It is useless. And so we, using the authority that God gives us, is important. And we can move in God's favor. Amen. And so I believe that sometimes some, some of the things that we do rob us of the authority that we've been granted. And there's a couple of verses that would remind us of that. So li listen to these verses here. One, one is in Mark chapter 7, verse 13. And it says here that, we make the word of God of no effect through tradition, which has been handed down. And it goes on to say, and many such things you do, 
You do like loads of this kind of stuff. You nullify, you, you negate, you cancel out the power of God because of the dogma and the tradition that you're in. And so we think about that, you know. Here's another one. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 5 says that we can have a form of godliness but deny its power. We can have a form of godliness but deny its power. So, you know, God has given us the authority of the believer, but we can, we can go through life not exercising that authority and not seeing the benefits of it. And the benefits are for, our, for the people that, that we come into contact with, the benefits for our community, for our nation, not just for me and my four and no more. Amen. And so think about those things that we do. Let us think about walking into the new year with new found authority. You know, God's grace abounds. Amen. He certainly has a surplus of that. We're talking about surplus over Christmas. Today, you might all be eating your turkey sandwiches. <laughs> but if there's one thing that God has a surplus of, it's a surplus of grace. And it's ready for us as we head into deeper waters. And it was great to hear this morning as Simone was singing that, that, that song, Oceans. And I'm uh, read from verse 2. It says, Your grace abounds in deepest waters. Your sovereign hand will be my guide. Amen. If you go and listen to the song again, you know, God's calling us out into deeper waters. He's calling us out into, he's calling us into a new year to do it differently. And um, he has grace for us for that. And it's ready for us as we move into 2022. And that's where authority is exercised. Authority is exercised at the place where we need it most. If we exercise our authority in those areas, we'll see great, we'll see great miracles. We'll see great things happening because the power of God, God will show himself strong on our behalf. It's nothing I can do and it's nothing that you can do. But God can show himself strong on our behalf. Amen. And he wants us to walk in the authority of the believer. He wants us to live lives as priests and kings and rulers on this earth. And he's delegated authority to us. And we can only walk in that authority, live with that authority, use that authority when we meet his conditions for life. And that's what we should be meditating on moving into 22. How, what, are, what are the ways you want, to walk, you want me to walk in this year? I want, to, I want to be obedient. I want to meet your, you have expectations of me. Lord, I have expectations, but you have expectations of me too. Let me know what you would have me do this year, 2022. And so when we do that and we use the name of Jesus, we rest in the finished work of the cross. Amen. And thank God that this time of year we're celebrating Jesus. He came, he was born to die. He was born to die. We're celebrating his birth right now. But to that, that helps us to truly understand what God has provided for us through the life of Jesus. And that enables us to live in this, in this world because the world is trying to subject us. I can tell you that. You, you, will, you, you hear it, see it, and you'll feel the effects of it. You'll, you'll also hear 
this, when Michaela particularly is bringing testimony in the story afterwards, you know, you, she had the vision of, 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 of that being pushed back, the, the spirit of this age, if you like, or, or that type of anything that is a heaviness or anything like that being pushed back. And so the world wants us to be subject, but it's up to us to make all the variables and the changing seasons of this world subject to us. And that's where the authority of the believer comes in, that things are subject to us. And there's so many variables right now, aren't there? Things are changing rapidly, but we serve a God who is unchanging. Amen. I want to just finish off with just a few scriptures to remind you of the authority you have. In Luke 10, verse 19, it says, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, don't rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Amen. You know, we have authority over the power of the enemy. And the influence of the enemy is easy to be seen in the world right now. Wars, rumours of wars, poverty, sickness. Need we say any more? Sickness, viral uh, infections, all of these kind of things. So much more. And he is, Satan is the prince of poverty. Jesus is the prince of peace. He's the prince of everything that is so un, un that, is, that saps life. And Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. And so, you know, when we look around us, we see Satan's hand. We see that the hand of the enemy working through men in choices that are made, decisions that are taken to affect the outcome of nations people's lives, all of these things. People have all their own ideologies and ideals. Amen. And all of these things are a created state of being through, a, through people losing the connection they have with their source. And our source, our creator is God Almighty, El Shaddai. And we lose connection with that. And this is what happens. But the word says in Proverbs, chapter 10, verse 22, that the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow with it. You know, God, God I believe, he, everything about him is the antidote to the evil that we see around us and the, the terrible suffering surround us. His blessing will make you rich, spirit, soul, and body, and he will add no sorrow with it. So it's wise for us to reconnect to the right source. So here we go. Romans 8, verse 32, it says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, then who can be against us? If God is for us, then who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Not least of which is his authority. So God's ready to... To, to give. He's ready to release. And then in Romans 8.37 it says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. 
For I'm persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things that are present in the here and the now, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Jesus is a living saviour. This is we celebrate his birth at this time of the year. Just remember this, that um, he has redeemed you. If you don't know him and you're listening to this message, God knows you by name. And he is actually calling to you right now. He knows you by name. He says, I have redeemed you. I know you. I know your name. Fear not, for I am with you. When you walk through the waters, you shall not drown. When you go through the fire, you will not be burned. You can read that scripture in Isaiah 43. These things will not overwhelm you. This life, the circumstances of this life will not overwhelm you if you know who your God is and you take his authority and you walk in it. Amen. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. So family, keep your hope alive. For if you do not doubt, and there was a man called John Knox, some of you might know him, he said, what hampers action more than doubt? What stops us? What stops us? Doubt, fear. And the authority of the believer counteracts that 100%. So keep your hope alive. For if you don't doubt, you will see the mountain moved and dumped into the sea. So God bless you. Thanks for being with us. Um, and uh, there may or may not be, because we haven't put all this together yet, some little outtakes after um, you hear from uh, these young people bringing us a little bit of their experience while they've been with us. I trust that you will be blessed by it. So God bless you from our household, from Pastor Nan and Bernie, and from Pastor Linda and I and our household to all of you on Boxing Day. Say God bless you and keep you. We look forward to seeing you on the 2nd of January for our first church service of the new year. So be blessed. Hey, yeah, I'm Beat from, uh, originally from Germany and I'm part from YWAM Simo. And I tell you a story when we once were in Glasgow evangelizing and um, uh, another guy uh, was with me evangelizing, just telling people about Jesus, praying for them, uh, yeah, just engaging with them. And uh, we met a um, homeless guy named Christian and a perfect name. Uh, we could make a smooth transition, transition to Jesus. Oh, your, your name is Christian. We are Christians. So <laughs> that was amazing, this transition uh, to <laughs> talk about Jesus. So we uh, had a chat about Jesus, God, and um, his um, view on God, that he believes in God, but not uh, Jesus as a son of God. And um, Christianity is um, not his thing or like God is not a loving God. And um, so, yeah, we um, kind of had a nice conversation with him, told him the gospel that he is actually a loving God and Jesus as a son of God died for us. And yeah, just told, told him the gospel. And um, then we asked him if he wants to um, really receive or um, experience the love of God. And he said yes, so we could pray. 
for that, uh, that he really um, has an encounter with God and experiences his love. And um, yeah, so that was amazing to see um, his openness for the love of God. And um, he also had a job interview in the afternoon. Um, so we prayed for that too. And he kind of said, oh, when I got that job interview, I'd believe in God. And so it was really funny to um, chat with him. So we left. And on the next day, another YWAMer um, had, a, ha had again a conversation with him. Like it was coincidence. We, n we didn't uh, told him that, oh, we talked about with a um, homeless guy. So yeah, he talked with him and uh, Christian, the homeless guy, uh, told the YWAMer, Tomorrow is my first um, job. Uh, I got the job and um, tomorrow is my first working day. So that was a testimony, such a testimony for us to um, see, oh yes, he got the job. And also for him to see, uh, yeah, God loves me and he gave me that job and he cares for me. Um, so yeah, it's amazing to see um, here in Scotland to see um, people getting a purpose for their life getting a job and uh, yeah just um, serving the people here praying for them and seeing the outcomes of that so that's really cool to be, to be part of that hiya i'm tommy i'm 22 and from switzerland i'm half swiss and half american um and i'm yeah here at the seamill center uh working with ywam for dts and i'm gonna share a little bit something about how I've been interacting with relationships since coming here and especially to Scotland, how it's just really impacted and uh, changed how I view people, how I view friendships, how I view family, and especially how I view my personal relationship with Jesus. Um, also coming from a Swiss, a German culture, people are much more cold and reserved and slightly <laughs> Uh, yeah, you look to your own life a bit more than to others and you don't necessarily stop on the street and have a friendly chat. And so even just that coming to Scotland and realizing that it's normal to just talk to someone on the street and have a full conversation with them, that has been quite an experience. Um, but to get even deeper into that, just being here at, a, at the DTS, learning about Jesus and how he's how he lived his life, uh, how he had such a personal relationship with his disciples, with his friends and family, but also with his enemies, with the people that didn't really have the best intentions for his life. Um, he still loved them. And just really learning about that and applying that to my own life and understanding others, understanding where others come from, not just looking at their outsides, but trying to trying to get into deeper of who they are, where the root is of where they're coming from and their actions. And getting to know someone deepens how you understand not only them, but God and uh, our personal relationship to God, because each and every one of us carries something of God. We were created in his image and just getting to know God through knowing others deeper has been so impactful. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, being in Glasgow during COP, we had, we were on street evangelize, evangelizing and uh, we had so many conversations with so many different people mm. and just realizing that there's something you can learn from each and every one has 
been huge and being able to take that back with me to where I grew up and being able to see my own home through different lenses now has been absolutely amazing. Cool. So good. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Hi, my name is Michaela. I'm from Germany as well. And um, yeah, what I've really learned over these last three months of lecture lecture phase during um, DTS um, is yeah about the topic of spiritual authority. And yeah, before coming here, I always sort of felt. I mean, praying is nice and good and yeah but like does it really matter when I'm praying or do I really change things uh, while praying and yeah over these last few weeks over the different topic and topics and lectures um, that we had I really learned that yes I do carry God's authority with me wherever I go and especially now coming into yeah our long-term outreach uh, phase um, uh, yeah, that has already been to a good start on Monday. We went to Salt Coats um, to pray a walk and lit a pick. Um, yeah, and that was really for me the first time that I actually could, yeah, feel um, or not f feel, but more like visualize the spiritual atmosphere around me. Because before, when people told me, oh, yes, they, they could feel the atmosphere shifting, I was like, okay, what are you talking about? I, or I've never really felt it before. But yeah, on Monday, it was really walking through the streets of, uh, of Salt Coats. I, I could really visualize it. Um, yeah, sort of, I don't know if you've ever seen videos of, for example, a bomb explosion going off when then the shock waves pushes the air and in slow motion videos, you can really see the air moving. And that was what I experienced on, on Monday while we were prayer walking through salt coats. And especially, for example, when I started singing a worship song, um, I could really see it moving. And that was really a great experience for me. And yeah, I want to encourage you as well that wherever you go, you really carry God's authority with you. It's not just limited to a Sunday service mm -hmm. but um, or a specific time, but that really everywhere you go, you carry it with him, uh, with you, and you can really make a difference. Man. <laughs> yeah, so good. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, also, hallo alle miteinander. Ich bin der Beat. Und ich wohne, wohne in Honolulu und ich, ich bin aufgewachsen. Und ja, es war super toll und ich bin super begeistert und es macht einfach Spaß, hier jetzt dummes Zeug zu reden. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our website www.bridge-church.com and connect with us via Facebook and Twitter.